0: From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Morning, Mike. We fizzing? We got some light? We have, actually. Before I talk about the ANZ business outlook, I just want to mention... uh U.S. Uh, the U.S. share markets they rallied on the back of that Bank of England uh, move the night before last, but last night uh, we're seeing that reverse again. And, and the reason I note this is because we're coming into the 30th of September, so it's the end of the quarter. Mm. So uh, important stuff in terms of you know quarterly results for uh, financial market participants. So uh, the next 24, we'll see how things go over the next 24 hours. We'll revisit that next week. But yesterday, yeah, we had the release of the ANZ business outlook for September, and we're following on from that lift in. Employment confidence uh, index that we saw yesterday. We've had a lift in the ANZ business outlook. Uh, business confidence has lifted 11 points in September, and actually quite a decent bounce. Went from minus 48 to minus 37. Uh, businesses expected own activity better, uh, so that's gone from minus four to minus two. That's quite got quite a good fit with uh, GDP too. So, but still sort of fairly still under zero. But Mike, before before I wax lyrical about the Renaissance that we're seeing in these confidence indicators just need to be mindful that you know this week we've had quite a lot of eruptions in global financial markets this week that includes the big slump that we've seen uh, in the New Zealand dollar and this could have rattled confidence again even though the effects have been quite sort of modest here in New Zealand but back to the results though um, most activity indicators have lifted. Inflation pressures are easing, although it's incredibly marginal from the RB's point of view. This is hardly a celebratory result. Uh, they moved inflation expectations moved from 6.1 to 5.98. It's moving in the right direction, but geez, it's not. It's not. It's not material, is it? Uh, cost expectations, no relief there just yet. Uh, capacity utilisation has improved. We keep sifting through these. Numbers to see whether or not there's any evidence of supply pressures easing. Uh, potentially there's a little bit there. Um, I want to talk residential construction. Uh, the result from residential construction has flown in the face of the rest of the survey, which is all sort of a bit more positive. It's gone down again, a fresh low there. So I just don't know what's going on, Mike, in, in, in residential construction. The, completely the opposite reaction in this survey, in commercial construction. yeah, it's quite a volatile series, but the big jump there. So it's just resi. Uh, There just seems to be a lot of negativity out there at the moment. Um, Some notable takeouts, uh, the agri-sector is the one that's most concerned about regulation and paperwork. They're also most concerned about interest rates. uh, But across all sectors, the biggest problem for business is finding skilled labour. And that just doesn't seem to be going away. No, it is not. Now, the Chinese property market, we've still got concern. We haven't heard much about that lately. No, it's sort of you know we've had all these other things that have sort of taken the Chinese sort of property crisis off the front page of the business section. Yeah, you know, you've had Ukraine, you've now you had this kind of sort of implosion in in the UK. Um, so the Chinese property crisis has sort of gone off the front page. Now uh, you talked about Xi Jinping. Remember, the China Congress is coming up yep. as well. So I think the last thing they're going to want is you know front page news about the Chinese property. But there are ongoing issues there, and and it's a real headwind for the Chinese economy. So the government's been trying to shore up the sector. Now, what's happened in the last 24 hours is a company called, now, it's CIFI Holdings. I don't know whether you say CIFI or C I F I. It's one of the country's top 20 developers by sales. It's listed on the Hong Kong share market. Now, the thing about this company, it's been part of a pilot program uh, involving having their debt insured against default, by a government-backed entity. But this hasn't stopped a confidence crisis in this company. Shares have fallen to a record low. Yesterday, a media report that the company had defaulted on loan payments has sent shudders through uh, the market again. The company said, and this is a leaked memo, I believe, that real estate downturn, the COVID-19 pandemic had brought pressures to the operations and cash flow Uh, of the enterprises. So this is a bit of a worry whether or not this sort of signals there's still ongoing sort of contagion. Uh, We'll just see how this pans out over the next week or so. Numbers, please. So the Dow Jones is down 1.7%, so reversing, I say, the big lift we saw uh, the previous session, that's 518 points, 29,165. The S&P 500 down 85, that's 2.3%. 3.633, but the Nasdaq's really getting smacked. It's down 3.1%. Uh, 10,707. The FTSE 100 lost 124 points, uh, 6881 was the close there, 1.8% fall. The Nikkei was up 0.95%, 26,422. Shanghai Composite lost four, 3041. Uh, positive action in the Australasian markets yesterday, the ASX 200 gaining 1.4%, uh, 6554. And the 650 50 gained 0.7%, 80 points, closing at 11,200. Uh, Kiwi dollar back over 57 cents, just 0.5702. 8791 against the Aussie, 0.5829 euro, 0.5153 against the pound, 82.40 Japanese yen. Uh, Gold, $1,659.63. Brent crude, uh, a little bit stronger, $89.60. Yeah, have an awesome weekend. Appreciate it very much. Kendra Kelleher, NZ.